The struggle is over. She's in a better place. She doesn't need to worry about pain medication, about blood tests, about having oxygen. It's over. So, on Wednesday, the 14th, early in the morning, she, she passed away. And yeah, that's it. I'm glad I got to say goodbye. And I think the fact that I did get to say goodbye and the fact that she did respond to me and acknowledge what I was saying and affirm what I was saying really it helps soften the blow. But there's there's really no way to stop it from sucking except to not care and you, know, you, you can't you can't not care in these kind of situations um yeah so having said all that i am yeah, I'm still in, in, in the grieving process. But yeah, I think maybe having said my goodbyes kind of started the grieving process. So rather rather than it suddenly hitting me, you know, I've kind of, I've kind of got a bit of a head start. So maybe I'm on maybe stage two or three of, uh, of seven <laughs> rather than, you know, rather than starting from scratch. And yeah, and the whole grieving process has taken me back to when my, when my stepfather died. Um, now that was, that was sudden and, uh, yeah, quite, quite unexpected, but Yeah, just the whole feeling of of distress and sadness and, you know, just, just these horrible feelings coming out. Yeah, so the feelings of depression and you know, sadness and, you know, loss and all that kind of stuff. Now, this time around, I've actually made sure that I've uh, taken some time off from what I from what I do for a living. Even though uh, in my in my situation um, yeah, there is a certain economic reality I have to face, but I'm I'm actually thankful for my my business partner you know, stepping in to to help out. That is something I'm really, really thankful for. But um, yeah, when my 
I can I can actually tell this story when my when my stepfather died. Um, I think it was I think he he died at just trying to think he he died like eleven o'clock on a Friday night, and I didn't leave the hospital till probably about one two in the morning. Just because I'd, I'd run out of tears to cry, there was nothing left. There was nothing left I could do. Um, you know, I was actually there in the in the hospital room with my with my pastor, with the pastor's wife, with uh, one of the one of the elders as well. Um, there was a couple of other people as well, and like we were all praying for 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 a miracle. Actually, I'll go back a little bit more on the story. So yeah, so we got the we got the call from the hospital, um, probably about seven o'clock on on the Friday night, uh, saying you know things are looking pretty pretty grim. So we all we we all went in and. You know, and, and I deliberately, well, the people from my church wanted to come along because, you know, they wanted to pray. And so, you know, they came along and we all, we spent quite a bit of time in, in prayer then. After, after and maybe an hour or so, the, the, the heart rate monitor started fluctuating. Um, we got moved out of the room while the nurses rushed in, um, and like like I remember, I was still uh, I was still praying when the nurse like stood next to me, and you know, was trying was trying to talk to me, and here I, here I was rebuking the spirit of death, you know, that kind of uh, religious. Uh, Pentecostal stuff that I used to, I used to be into, and yeah, and then yeah, there. So sitting there next to my mum, um, obviously she's she's distressed as all hell. Uh, and the nurse next to me trying trying to comfort me, um, and then yeah, after about after a couple of minutes, the the nursing team came out and pronounced him dead. And so for a for about two or three hours after, after he was pronounced dead, we were like they left his uh, his body in the room for us to to, to grieve over. And yeah, there, there were prayers, there were tears, there were you know, and I think I did all I I did all I spiritually could to see him resurrected. And then when I realized that, you know, he wasn't gonna he wasn't going to be resurrected, um, I, I left. I went home and uh, you know, the, the world was the world was a different place. And so that day I had to I had to work. And yeah, in hindsight, maybe working on the same day that you know a very, very, a very close relative died wasn't the 
wasn't the best uh, situation, but the problem was that you know, being being in casual employment, you know, if you don't work, you don't get money. You don't get money, you know, it's, it's hard to hard to survive, kind of thing. And um, you know, so yeah, at, at the time I was working for a uh, uh, a, a multinational pizza chain. I won't. Uh, I won't. I won't give the names, but um, yeah, multinational pizza chain as a delivery as a delivery person, and um, yeah, I uh, you know there were times between deliveries where I just uh, break down in tears, and then I have to uh, um, yeah, do do my job, walk up to a customer and say you know put put the mask on and say hi, how you going? Yeah, have a good night, man. Yeah, thanks. And then walk away as if, you know, from that fleeting interaction as if, you know, all is right with the world. Whereas, uh, you know, obviously in, in, in my heart, no, life is shit. And then you go back to your car and, you know, you wonder what you're doing. And then, um, yeah, that continued on for, you know, however long the shift was, I think it was like five or six hours. And yeah, as as the night wore on, you know, I'm more tired, I'm more emotional, um, and I I started crying in front of uh, in front of the manager, um, and like I tried tried to hide it, and he said, Are "You all right? Yeah, was, yeah, I had a death in the family this morning." Um, and yeah, kind of just brushed brushed it off and, uh, and carried on because I, I wanted to be strong. You know, I had the uh, I had the power of Jesus with me. I had the Holy Spirit. I had, you know, I was a child of God. You know, you're not, you know, in front of the unbelievers. You, you, you know, you you were like a Superman. You weren't meant to, you know, show weakness and you know that that kind of stuff. And yeah, then after my uh, after my work, you know, there were there was uni as I was I was studying I was studying this. Uh, at this time as well, and you know the, the the death of my of my of my stepdad, you know, derailed that uh, temporarily as well. So, I um, yeah. So this time round, you know, I've taken some time off the road. I've taken some time away from, um, you know, dealing with customers and that that kind of stuff. And uh, like probably not as much as I'd like, but like, however, I've definitely. Uh, I've definitely taken learned now to like take some time to myself. And uh, as I'm recording this, I'm sitting uh, at a beach and I'm looking over over the water, and you know, just I'm just by myself in in the car and you know, process, processing my thoughts. But yeah, um, yeah there's really, and I'll say it again, there's really no way to stop the grieving process except maybe to not care. And it's just, it's, it's, it's interesting, you know, yeah. Gives you a new perspective on life. Um, yeah, and, and again, um, yeah, there is a part of me that wants to revert to the, my charismatic days and, and pray for, you know, healing and strength and, you know, the, the love of God and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, just... Yeah, look, I could, but there's really, you know, it probably it would just be something I go through to, 
to placate a psychological need rather than you know reaching out to the creator of the universe kind of thing and um yeah what else what else was i going to say So yeah, in the next uh, over the next few days, you know, like I actually I actually felt you know a bit better this morning, and you know those who interacted with me on Twitter knew, you know, um, those who, who those who interacted with me on Twitter this morning, you know, in the various theological, uh, philosophical debates that you know that I, that I usually engage in, you know, and you know. I engage in it because I want to, you know, just get my mind off, mind off things and, uh, yeah, so anyway, so yeah, my cousin's, uh, planning, planning the funeral, um, we're not too sure exactly when that will be, um, but it was, uh, it was arranged, uh, before, so at least it's not, not so much of a shock. To have to just you know we didn't plan on doing it so soon. But yeah. Otherwise, in the meantime, yeah, I'll uh, take it slowly. Learn to listen to my to to my to my mind. Just you know, let it go through the uh let, let it go through the grieving process um yeah understand that i'm not in control of my mind as uh or we aren't in control of our minds as much as what we uh much as what we think we are and yeah but i'm thankful for all my uh all my friends, uh, both online and uh, in my real life, who have wished me, uh, yeah, wish me, wish me condolences. And yeah, th thank you all for your for your support. Yeah, it certainly has certainly has made uh, the the process uh, e easier to deal with. But yeah, otherwise, uh, thank you very much, and. Um, Look after yourselves, look after yourselves and each other. Thank you for listening to the Tall Friendly Atheist Dad podcast. Have a great day, have a great week, see you next time.